Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic, now that I've finally got Bree to join me <laughs> for the podcast that we have together, that we film <laughs> weekly. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what you missed. We film it weekly. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I, about that part. I probably didn't tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this week's episode, uh, 17 weeks in the making, yeah, yeah. is about anxiety. So, yeah. So here we are. You make me anxious. That's the beginning <laughs> just... and the end of this podcast. <laughs> I am the source of your anxiety. This this past week, legitimately you were. I know. Yeah. I felt that. Yeah. Well, I think you even told me that. You're yeah. like, you're making me so anxious right now. Yeah. You're like, do you hate me? Do you not want to do the podcast anymore? Right, I do forgot you... I had that, that struggle, too. Yeah, you had, like, a lot of struggles. I yeah. was really just, like, inducing the... Well, because there's the thing that... I constantly have this fear that you're, I mean, we can get into this, but this is part of my anxiety just because I have, uh, (laughs) what's it called? Prescribed? No, that's not the one. Um, when a doctor tells you something, uh, yeah, you get a, uh, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Um, You get a. Like, I've diagnosed. Diagnosed, yeah. yes. Yeah. I do have doctor-diagnosed generalized anxiety Same. and medication Love for her. For yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have this anxiety that you... D- I just get this thought that comes mm. over me that you don't actually want to do the so podcast funny, sometimes. Yeah. That you're just, like, doing it to, like, keep me entertained. <laughs> and you, like... <laughs> it's like a little play toy for you. Yeah, and you, like, you feel bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? The terrible thing about anxiety, like I'm laughing, I shouldn't laugh, is because these things, and anyone who suffers from anxiety can relate, feel so real when you're feeling them. You're yeah. like, this must be the case. Yeah. But when but when you tell me that, it's so laughable because it's so far from the truth. Yeah, and when I say it back, I'm like, wow, this is really stupid. <laughs> but in the moment, especially when it's like three weeks of us not recording. Yeah. And then if I like send, even though I'm usually the one that doesn't respond to you, <laughs> you very well, I send you. a text message. It, there's no response in 15 minutes. I'm like, she's literally cut, like she's cutting me out. She's changed <laughs> her number. She's probably moved. She, she, I know her address. She probably got out of here. She got the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> I'm like, instead of just telling Sean that I don't want to do the podcast anymore, I'll just never speak to him. Again. I'll just secretly sell my apartment, change my number. <laughs> You're like, shave my head, change my face. (laughs) You know, you you have to do things sometimes to avoid any sort of communication. Absolutely. Um, No, I absolutely want to be doing the podcast. (laughs) I literally, it was just the comedy of errors the last few weeks. Even we had people in our DMs over on Instagram being like, oh, like, is there something going on? And then I even made a joke about it. Oh, don't get me started on this. Okay, so I trolled the listeners a little bit. This is a good time for me to quickly plug that we do have an Instagram account at I Can Explain Podcast. Also, you can follow us personally at Brian Williamson and at Sean.Lusk. And before we get into the social media fun, I want to say a huge shout out to our patrons. All of you are so amazing. Thank you for your generous support. And a special shout out to Aiden, Emily, Gina, Kate, Olivia, Liz, and Serena. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting our podcast. Um, if you want to become a patron, you can click the link in the Instagram bio at I Can Explain Podcast. And there's a Discord that we chat on, bonus episodes, all sorts of fun stuff. So thank you. But yes, on Instagram, I trolled our listeners a little bit. Uh, Sean was like, oh, we should post on Instagram at least, which is to be fair because we hadn't 
dropped a fucking episode in weeks due to my chaos. Um, and like, let people know what's up, like why we're not posting. Cause we were getting all these DMS people being like, where the fuck are all the episodes? Yeah. So I was like, okay, oh, hey, yeah, that's fair. We got to tell people what's going on. So I pull up. A... <laughs> it's just me constantly just doubling down on your, your anxiety. Like oh. I'm already contributing to it. And then I was like, why don't I just make this an absolute nightmare for Sean? Well, cause I also get this here's I'll build on yes, yeah, that anxiety. Yeah. I also get this anxiety that like people don't really like our podcast that much. <laughs> like they're just looking for, no, I'm dead serious. I yeah. get this all the time. I get anxiety that people like don't like us that much. Like they're like, Oh, I like this podcast, but the, any slight inconvenience, they're, they're going to get out of here. Yeah. So then I'm like, already having anxiety that you want to quit the podcast and then you're like pranking our lovely <laughs> listeners and I'm like I'm like this is going to be the end I was like there's going to be mass unfollow <laughs> so what I did is I did a post and it was literally like this is the end of I can explain podcast you can go check it out on Instagram you can read the whole caption and then I was like haha just kidding we're going to be back there's literally no reason there hasn't been episodes besides the fact that I am an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Um, and Very that. <laughs> literally I texted Sean and I was just waiting for your response. I was like, okay, I posted it. <laughs> and my head, I was like, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. But I thought it was so funny. I know you did. <laughs> I also feel like I had the moment of like, oh my God, this is her announcing that the podcast is over <laughs> and this is how she's going to tell me. Like I was, I was part you of the troll. <laughs> yeah. On it. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I posted you should go read it. Yeah, you I think should it's really, really just important take it to that heart. you read yeah. it. And then I'll never talk to you. <laughs> so yeah. Um I, I I'm sorry about causing so much anxiety in your life. In Thank general, you. but also in particular over the this last past few weeks. week. Yes. Yeah, it's my, been bad. You will be getting my doctor's bill. Absolutely. For, That's fair. For That's the only 15 fair. emergency <laughs> sessions I had. And then just to like add to it, finally Sean and I were going to record on Wednesday a few days ago. And I've just had this conversation with him about like being like, no, I want to record the podcast. I don't want to not record the podcast. Like, trust me, like, this is just a weird series of events that it hasn't worked out to record the podcast. And he's like, okay, okay, you know, like, just checking, whatever. So we've calmed the anxiety, and I go to start my car, and my fucking battery's dead. And literally, the first thing that came to my mind was, oh my god, Sean's not going to believe this. He's going to think this is another fucking excuse. So I immediately call Sean. I'm like, oh my God, my battery's set. Like, I can't drive to your house. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? I think I literally just said, see you on the weekend. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm done. Like, I am <laughs> done. I'm done with this bitch. <laughs> so then there was a little fun series over on our Instagram story of me um, going and jumping my car, which was partially because I thought it would be a funny thing to share, but also because I really need to give Sean the evidence that... I wasn't just ditching and, like, making an excuse. Like, my yeah. dog ate my homework. Because I feel like people um, hear my my attitude mm -hmm. and humor towards you. Yes. And probably assume that I'm the difficult one to work with. No, I'm the and nightmare. And they couldn't be more wrong. Yeah, I'm an absolute nightmare. Yeah. I'm really good. You know what? I think a big part of it is I was... Um, if we're going to talk about, like, self-awareness, there's probably a reason I wasn't very good at team sports growing up. Right. Like, I was always, like, I dance. It was, like, I'm relying on myself. I can do well. Anything I do in my life, I prefer to, like, 
do it on my own. I'm a bit of a control freak. And part of that is because I like the way that I do things because I'm a control freak. But another part of it is, is cause I'm fucking chaotic. So yeah. when people are like, Oh, Hey, do you want to plan to do this in three weeks? I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in three weeks. What, what's my name going to be in three weeks? Yeah. Am I still going to be living in this fucking country? Like, am I going to like have deleted all of my social media because I don't feel like doing this anymore? Literally, who knows? The world's my oyster. I'm so chaotic. So then it causes me anxiety by like making promises and then things go the other way. And then I feel like people are going to hate me for bailing. So I'm like, if I just do everything myself. Right, right. Maybe you should have pitched that to me before we started. <laughs> I'm like, hey, do you want to do a podcast? It's going to be a nightmare It's going to be the worst thing it's you've ever done <laughs> <laughs> for your mental health. Yeah, for your mental health. When we are actually sitting in the closet, it's you good. might enjoy yeah. yourself, but everything else is yeah. going to be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I feel like when you're outside of the closet, yeah. I'm like bull taming you. Yes. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. You know, you I have a lasso your... around you and mm-hmm. you're running around, but then I finally like you're sleepy in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Once I get in the closet, I am laser focused, yeah. but it's everything else. It's, it takes it's hurting a cat getting yeah, me in here. Truly. Um, yeah. And it's not because I don't love it. I'm just like, I've always been like that. I've, I, I honestly think I, speaking of, I don't know if this is even like a trigger warning thing, but I also think we should say at the beginning of this, like I'm going to say certain things about my mental health that are not diagnosed and I'm self-diagnosing. So I don't think that I'm a doctor that I actually know things about things. What I was going to say is I genuinely think I have undiagnosed ADHD. Right. I, I genuinely do. Like I, I literally like, and I'm not like saying that as a, as like a gag, like making a joke, like, yeah. oh, do I have ADHD? Because I think that's wrong. Like, I genuinely think I do. It's so hard for me to focus on one thing. No, I feel that too. I've literally not ever been formally diagnosed. And yeah. I don't think if I had anything. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story about this as well. Okay. Also, this is probably a trigger warning. We're talking about anxiety and we're probably oh, yeah. going to talk about things that are uh, anxiety inducing. True. Yeah. So if you think that us talking about anxiety is going to give you anxiety, get the hell out of maybe here. get the fuck out of here. Um, so my story about that is I've had three therapists think that I have some form of OCD, I mean, okay. ADD. Okay. Um, probably not hyperactive. I don't think okay. I am hyperactive. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, I would have not issues. That sounds bad. My boyfriend would get frustrated at mm-hmm. me because when something was in my mind, I would have to get it out. And he'd yes. be like, oh my God, you're like talking over me, blah, 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 mm-hmm. which I was. Um, so part of that I've worked on and not mm-hmm. on this podcast though. I've done the opposite. Well, I mean, if you want to get a word in edgewise, you got to exactly. talk over yeah, me. Yeah, so. Stuff you down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then eventually he realized because sometimes I would be like, oh, oh, sorry, I'll let you go. And then right. he, he would talk, and then he'd be like, what are you going to say? And I'd be like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. Like, it just, if I don't get something out of my mind, moment. it's completely gone. Yeah. So we had that, and now he finally is like, oh, that's just, like, what you are. You're just, like, a squirrel. Like, you just, like... <laughs> and I could be talking about, like, ADD in a way that's not actually accurate, properly yeah. accurate. I don't want to say I'm an expert. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I'm trying to do my due diligence. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just ridding you of the anxiety of getting it right. Yeah, so, anyways, I've had three therapists say that they assume that I have some form of, like, mild attention mm-hmm. deficit. And then, one of my therapists... Uh-huh was asking if I wanted to, like, try to medicate it. Right. And then she was like, oh, yeah, but for people that don't have ADD, if you medicate it, I, once again, I'm probably getting this no, exactly wrong. No, I think wrong. this is correct. It but there's, like, some way. sort, yeah, it's like, it has, 
it's like some sort of like stimulant also oh when you have ADD yeah. that you get mm-hmm. and it has like similar effects on some people like if you do cocaine yes yeah <laughs> and my therapist literally was like yeah maybe have you ever done cocaine <laughs> and I literally was like I was like um yes <laughs> I have she's like okay you know what you're and ready the, for and then she goes okay and when you did cocaine <laughs> What were you like? Were you super talkative? Oh, interesting. Or were you very focused? And I was like, "Uh, somewhere in the middle. Like, I kind of got, like, laser focused on things, but I was also very social. And she was like, "Mm -hmm." and just, like, started writing it down. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) when therapists start writing things down, I'm like, bitch, turn the notebook around. What are you writing over there? She just wrote jail and circled it because of the coke. She was just... (laughs) The cops are on their way. Just baiting (laughs) me. <laughs> so yeah anyways oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that's my story yeah honestly i'm sure the listeners are probably like yes yeah you judging by listening evidently. to this fucking <laughs> podcast when you guys can't stay on anything at yeah. any point clearly there's something going on but yeah what i was saying with that is like even in group projects yeah growing up or like in university Bad news i works. would literally do the whole project yeah, you like, are. You do that. Have that energy. I literally would be like, okay, we have the first team meeting, and people would be like, oh, I can meet two Thursdays from now, and I can do this, and what about between six thirty and seven fifteen this day, blah blah blah. And I'd be like, how about this? I will just do it all. Yeah. And then I will inform you all when it's done, and you can review. Like obviously in more words, but basically, like I, I, I have a problem. Clearly, I have a lot of problems. Clearly, so. I <laughs> now that we've established that as you were aggressively like pushing your eyebrows into your See, head this is part of the reason why we cannot videotape this because I think that people don't understand that as I'm sitting here talking to you half the time I'm looking in your eyes and half the time I'm darting around the freaking closet or like literally covering my eyes and speaking like actually closing yeah. my eyes to try and focus on thoughts and speaking English which is my first language and I don't know it which people would be shocked if I oh, know absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Like, Sean just has to stare at me, like, literally, like, what am I doing right now? Like, just... I need one of those fucking stress stress balls. Yeah. That's what I need. Anyways, I'm a very anxious (laughs) person, okay? I've gathered. And I... The other day, yesterday, I literally opened a backpack that I hadn't used in ages. And there's, like, this random little pocket on the top. And I was going to put my AirPods in there. And I opened it. And in there was, what's it called? Lorazepam? Lorazepam? Pam? Like the Sprite? Loraz... (laughs) (laughs) I think it's called Loraz... I don't know the actual, like, scientific name. Anxiety medication. Okay. Okay? That specifically I had gotten because when I fly... Oh. I... Need to be sedated. Need to be sedated. Like, it's, it's... There's no way I'm getting on a plane unless I can feel absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, And I literally pull out this bottle that I haven't seen in three years because I have got haven't got on a plane in years for obvious reasons. And I literally was so excited to find these drugs that I was like, maybe I should go speak to <laughs> Like, I, uh, I opened it up and I was like, Yes! <laughs> Like I've I've never like it was my like, flight medication. No, it was like it was like finding like a hundred dollar bill. Like I was so excited to find anxiety meds right. when I have no flights planned. Just for like the daily, I was like, oh my god, I didn't know I had these. This is a jackpot. Jesus Christ! That I was like, I need to call somebody. Yeah, like maybe. this is a this is a problem. But instead, I'm just gonna talk to you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not a registered therapist. No, but you know. 
This is this is good for me. Okay. This is good. That'll do. <laughs> um, yeah. No, in all seriousness, before people like start getting afraid for me, um, I've dealt with anxiety my whole life. I've been on and like off medication, and you know, for me, certain things work. Meds were not for me. Yeah. And I think that that like it's an interesting um, dynamic with the two of us, as it is with a lot of different topics. Yeah. That. Things work for certain people and they don't work for other people. And like you've talked openly about being on medication for anxiety and depression. I did try that out when I was a lot younger and I absolutely hated it. And maybe it was the type of medication, maybe it's the time of my life, who knows. But I think that there, it's both something you should not be ashamed of and it's also something that like you've got to find what works for you. Totally. You know? Yeah. Like for me with anxiety, sometimes it's enough to use the tools that therapy has taught me to like help calm my anxiety. Something that works really well for me is they, they call it like the big three or something like that, or just my fucking therapist did that. It's like friends, family work. So like a lot of my anxiety is like everyone hates me or everything's going wrong. Right. So if I I write down on a piece of paper, friends, family work, and I write underneath it, what's going wrong. Which one of those people at those places hates you the it, most. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then once <laughs> I figure that out, then I just cry. Then you fight yeah. those three. <laughs> you fight the big three. <laughs> no, because what often happens is when you write it down, or at least for me, you realize there's actually not Validity anything really it. going wrong. Yeah. So it just gives like a easy way of being like, okay, family, like, is anyone actually mad at me my family? Am I having any issues? Like... No, or maybe like, oh yeah, I got in an argument with my sister. Okay, what's that about? Is it that big? Are we going to think about it in a week? And you just kind of like break it down more like reasonably, yeah. right? Opposed to a lot of times it can just, when it's swimming in my head, feel like so like unattainable in the sense of like, I genuinely cannot differentiate if there's something like really bad happening or not. Because it just, it's, I'm always on a hundred. Yeah. Like, if I, I'm stressed about anything or a personal relationship or anything like that, I'm like, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. So it's so helpful for me to break it down. And, like, that works a lot of the time. Going for a walk works a lot of the time. Um, taking a bath. Like, there's things that work for me without being on medication, but then there's certain times in my life that I'm like, this has got a little out of control. I need to go talk to a therapist. Or right. maybe I should consider being on meds or, like, whatever. Yeah. So it's just... It's for me. It's like ebbs and flows. I yeah. That's that's the fun part of it. Isn't it fun? Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Yeah, because giving uh, myself a bath, having a bath. Mm-hmm. What a weird way to phrase that. Giving myself a bath <laughs> um, gives me anxiety. Oh, does it? Being that hot stresses <laughs> me out. Like dead ass. You're like I'm cooking in this. Like bit. actually though, and like I start to get like panicky. Oh shit. Because I always run hot, so if I'm hotter, oh. I just and when I have like a panic attack or I get like a mm-hmm. have like a big anxiety attack, yeah. I get very hot. Right. So like you won't fucking ever catch me dead in like a sauna or a steam room. Oh, not not literally disgusting. Yeah. Like see, I love. I feel that. suffocated. Like even in clothing, sometimes right. if I'm wearing like too much, like t- like long sleeves, and okay, I start yeah. to get panicky, yeah. I feel like I'm in jail. That's right. why I never wear watches either. Interesting. Yeah, because see, I can't wear clothes while I'm sleeping because I start panicking. I feel like I'm oh, getting strangled. I cannot sleep unless I'm just wearing underwear. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, people that wear fucking socks to bed, jail, jail oh, time god, immediately. Yeah, that's... 
like 25 to life. I don't care. (laughs) Get these psychos off our streets. (laughs) Justice to the highest. It's the worst. (laughs) Like, it's so crazy to me because I will wake up in the middle of the night at like 39 degrees Celsius. (laughs) Okay. Have you tried this? Because I love doing this where you get the cold cloth and you wring it out and you, and you sleep with it on top of you. No. Oh my God. This is okay. This is going to actually change your life. This sounds horrific as well. No, no, this is going to change your life. I'm serious. I don't think being wet though. No, it's just, 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 you got to give it a try because it's seriously going to change your life. It it sounds like it's going to be like not nice, but it's really nice. So you get a cloth. Okay. Like I prefer using like a dish towel because it's big enough, like rectangular. Okay. Okay. Like you don't want like a little tiny, like face cloth, right? right? You want like a kind of towel but not like a bath towel that's like thick you the thin works I got it. Better, Dish towel. okay i'm very particular <laughs> with this i'm a connoisseur of this okay. okay and so you put it in cold water you wring it out really good so it's like not dripping like it's just like damp okay right. yeah, yeah. and you lay with it on your body oh it's it's like a euphoric experience no see this is already like i don't like that no you got you have to try it i'll try it but i it it already is making me uncomfortable no it's the best because you just lay there naked and you just have it like laid on top of you and the coolness of it pulls the heat from your oh so nice yeah rather just sit like pussy out in front of a fan (laughs) (laughs) well i already have the fucking fan going and then you add to it with the cool cloth it's like really anything like wet in a bed doesn't do it for me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know no piss play nothing of the sort <laughs> no cool claw no. no pissing on each other it is wild though as an adult and uh-huh. I think this is definitely something that I learned through therapy over the years to see that you like it's obviously the nature versus nurture conversation yeah. but to see how early yeah. I can recognize my own anxiety yes like, I think back to how, like, afraid of authority I was. Yes. And how same. every single time people be like, he's so well-mannered. And it was in my brain because I was like, if I'm not incredibly well-mannered, yeah. they're going to hate me. They're yeah. I'm never going to be invited again. They're going to tell my parents. Mm-hmm. My parents are going to make me live in, like, the attic, like, one of those, like, Cinderella stepsisters. <laughs> I guess, no, the, the stepsisters live well. I'm going to be Cinderella. Yeah, you are Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and, like, to, I was like, I was like, fucking six and yeah. these are thoughts that would go totally that was like me too like i remember being horrified like when i was like you said like six years old eight years old if i was like with friends yeah and they like did something quote-unquote wrong like at the time i thought it was a huge deal but like you know they drew on something they weren't supposed to draw on or they like put a toy in a place they weren't supposed to put it or like oh whatever Okay. Okay. Then I would literally be like horrified. It would be like secondhand embarrassment, but secondhand shame. Like I would be so stressed that I thought I was going to be like part of that or that the authority figure, the teacher, the parent or whatever was going to think that I was a bad kid. It would stress me the fuck out. I'll never forget this one time I was in grade eight. So I was maybe 12 and we were, me and like three of my friends went to this random elementary school because it was like 6 p.m. or something at night and on like a weekend and we were just hanging out and we were like, oh, you know, as you do, what do you do when you're 12? We were like, oh, let's go and like just do whatever at the school, sit on the swings. Classic. Yeah. And uh, so we're there and all of a sudden they realized that the door to the elementary school 
is open. Okay. And so they're like, oh, let's go in. Let's take pictures. Because, you know, when you're a kid, yeah. you just think that that's like, that's like the, the fun thing, thing to do. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, we're going to go in the hallway and we're going to take pictures in the like, I think they were going to take pictures in the boys bathroom or something right. like that. Like the urinal. Like they thought it was fucking hysterical. Right. I literally like I was a dweeb. I was like. I'm going to sit outside. Oh, this I is me. I would not no, no, step no. foot. And they were like, no one's here. Like, who cares? We're just going to run in and take some pictures. I was like, no, no. I will sit outside this door. And You're like, all stand I'll, watch. Like, watch. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I probably made somebody up like that. And in my mind, I was like, I will not step a fucking foot no. in the school. Because, and looking back, it's like, was nothing serious was happening. So a janitor or something was probably in there cleaning or whatever, and they left the door crack open. It's not like they were like vandalizing or stealing anything or like doing anything like that. And literally, I just was like, I know we're not supposed to go in there. It's after hours. We're not students at this school, and I know someone's gonna get mad or like yell at them, and I cannot be there no. for it. No, like, I cannot I was literally be part like, of that. And that is an example of, like, everything in my life. For sure. In my, like, younger years. Like, I was just always horrified of being in trouble. Yeah. I will say this year has been really fun for anxiety. Especially... Oh, fuck. One, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. As an adult, mm-hmm. even highly medicated. Yeah. <laughs> one of my probably most prominent things that yeah. gives me incredible anxiety mm-hmm. to the point that if... And this is... I don't know how to trigger warning this, but if talk, people talking about death... Yeah. freaks you out yeah. stop listening because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have like death anxiety yeah. this is gonna this trigger is, it for yeah. you I this have, year you've just been triggered the whole fucking time like actually though because yeah. I have like pretty decent health anxiety yeah. always have and like in a global pandemic mm-hmm. not great yeah. <laughs> not great no. to have yeah. Um, but my anxiety about like dying in space <laughs> those oh, two God, things yeah. if I think about dying or space when I'm trying to go to bed I literally have to sit up oh, turn same. on all the lights and like literally watch like Real Housewives for an hour I just literally felt woozy just thinking no, about it for that sure. moment when you're in bed and you can't stop thinking about it you're like what well, what happens afterwards what, and what, what, I what, literally like, one day I'm gonna have to do that oh my god I well, sit I, I, I sit up really talk about it. no I know I sit up and I've verbalized like out loud, I've fully been like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, same. Yeah. Like so, I have full pan. Like I'm getting, tri- I'm triggered. Right yeah, now. sorry. Like, um, so okay. that was a good one. Uh, so this year's been really, <laughs> really fun for health anxiety. Yeah. But so as an adult, my anxiety was like pretty uh, under control, mm-hmm. and I was having a ton of stomach issues. Yeah. Which sorry, this is a very convoluted story, but well, it'll mm. make sense eventually. Yeah. I was having a ton of stomach issues, okay, and a lot of it was spoiler alert because I um, dairy made me shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't anxiety related. Yeah, but a lot of it was because my anxiety was so bad oh, that it yeah. was literally manifesting it in like just uncontrollable gas. Yes, I feel that. <laughs> like actually, mm. and I don't think people understand how much anxiety fucks your body. Oh, like if you're it constantly fucks your in a body. F- fight mode Mm -hmm. your body is just getting ruined so I didn't understand that and I was I went to the hospital because Mm -hmm. I was having such bad stomach issues and a lot of it was anxiety related yeah so crazy so that was terrible then I finally started getting this under control Mm -hmm. meanwhile the entire time death anxiety still there (laughs) and then so it was mostly under control and I thankfully up until this point had never attach driving to death anxiety. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. Good work on my part. (laughs) 
until oh, I got fun. in like two massive yeah. car accidents. Yeah. And then I started for a good while mm-hmm. thinking every single time I set foot in a car, me driving or anybody else driving, yeah. I was going to die oh, because God. it took something that I didn't have anxiety about, like something that I felt safe doing because I hadn't experienced it yeah. and made me realize that everything happens so quickly that I really don't have any control. Right. Yeah. So I got in a car accident that was God. my, that was my, that was my fault. Oops. He, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and then after that I was like, Oh, it was because I didn't shoulder check. Right. So after that, I was like, I didn't shoulder check. That was my bad. Yes. I completely drove into this other car. Oops, once again. So in a way, it's still under your control. I was like, yeah. I completely did that. Mm. I was like, I was listening to that Nicki Minaj, David Guetta song. Mm. I was out of control. Yeah. I was a, being a barb. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was out of control barb. Yeah. Um, so after that, I was like, I'm going to make sure that I go back to the basics of driving. Like, I was like, right. I'm shoulder checking every fucking stop, 30 seconds. Signs. Full stop, not yeah. a rolling stop in yeah. sight. Speed limit, not even getting close to it. Yeah. 50 under the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> Parked. Parked. <laughs> like, I'm going three kilometers an hour everywhere. So I spent like a month literally like driving, like yeah. sitting fully, like checking all my mirrors, doing yeah. like the, the most, yeah. full doing the most. And then I literally was driving through a green light and somebody turned in front of me and I T-boned them going like 65. And I was like, wow, I can do every single thing in my power. Every single thing in my power. I can attach all of this Mm -hmm. focus and energy into being like the best driver I can be. And it literally doesn't matter. And then that really boosted my anxiety for a good like probably two years and the next time I got in a car I was in a car to go I don't know if I've told the story no. I like a smart car car to okay. go and I because my car was totaled yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I was in a smart car which is like what we have in Vancouver you can like I mean it's rent gone already yeah. yeah you can rent smart cars and drive them around and park them wherever mm-hmm. so I was in a smart car and I was driving to work and the final four-way stop before my work I stopped at the stop sign and was going and somebody ran the stop sign coming the other way and I literally pulled over on the side of the road and aggressively bawled for probably 20 minutes oh my god that's awful yeah so yeah I think I'm like you that I have a lot of anxiety about things that I can't control and when the universe shows its hand being Mm -hmm. like I own you you, yeah, you literally like, can't you control, no control anything yeah. that really set me off <laughs> I know fuck and, okay, sorry this I probably this triggered really, the show oh, yeah. <laughs> when I say I am triggered yeah no honey. I know but I knew that's what we were getting into you don't yeah. have to apologize for triggering me because I like I knew we were going to sit down and talk about anxiety yeah but because I have anxiety I'm going to be triggered but then we can talk about the things that will help with our anxiety Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay. Where, where are those drugs yeah. that I found in my yeah. fucking backpack? What happens when you die? Bree is now selling them to me. <laughs> I'm pushing yeah. lorazepam or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, <laughs> um, I also... Never mind. I'm not going to talk about how oh, God. drug use. Um, anyways, uh, that's a boundary I've decided today. I'm not going to talk about... Yeah, um, I mean, maybe I probably shouldn't legally have 
divulge that, but who knows? <laughs> oh, no, I think it's fine because we said that we're not doctors and stuff, but I was going to talk oh, about Oh, I meant like, the cocaine. Oh, the cocaine! <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's fine too. Whatever. In all fairness, that was years ago. I was a fucking nightmare when I was like 19, though. I mean, like, yeah, don't do drugs, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> That's a, you haven't had a blah blah in so well. I guess we haven't recorded this podcast in so long. But don't do drugs, blah blah. Every once in a while, I have to give a blah blah of what I know yeah. I'm supposed to say, but I'm also like eye roll because, like, yeah, don't do drugs. Like you could die. Oh my god, especially like, now. I literally dead ass die, haven't like, done drugs in so long, and it is so scary. A huge be, fentanyl issue. Be fucking safe out there, kids. Like literally, it's, it's so horrifying. Test your drugs before using them, and also you probably just shouldn't use drugs but yeah very bad but well you know teach your own teach the blah blah <laughs> blah blah you know you know how it is blah blah um <laughs> that's how you actually deal with your anxiety yeah blah, like, blah. i'm gonna die blah blah <laughs> <laughs> my therapist is like please stop doing please that please stop doing that you're completely neglecting the point here I'm like yeah blah, yeah blah, the blah. point blah blah <laughs> oh my god i need help yeah um yeah okay so something that's really actually been nice for me, if we, we just talked about how this last couple of years has been freaking awful for anxiety, but something that's actually been really nice for me and my social anxiety is mask wearing. Oh, yes. I feel so safe in a mask and obviously the health things are important too, but like, I don't even mean safe in a health sense. I mean like I, a large portion, which I've realized as I've grown up, I never really understood, like, where my social anxiety came from. Right. Because I'm, like, I'm a very outgoing person. I consider myself an extrovert. And, like, I love hanging out with my friends. Um, and I think the pandemic actually made me realize that my anxiety wasn't coming from, like, close interpersonal connections with, like, friends. Yeah. Because any time that we did, like, our Zoom hangouts or when we, were allowed, when we started to be allowed to doing, like, six-person hangouts, like, I would never have hangover anxiety the next day. I'd never, like, be stressed about what I talked about or, like, how that night went. Like, we had the Halloween thing. There was, like, only six people over. The next day, I was, like, awesome. I was, like, why has this changed? And I realized, like, almost all of my social anxiety comes from passing, like, surface-level conversations. Because I feel like I am confident in my ability to connect with people on a deep level. Yeah. And, like... If I'm sitting down and talking to people or, like, in a group of friends that I know, like, love me and know, like, the layers of me and everything like that, I'm totally fine in social interactions. But when it comes to small talk, it can spiral me. Yeah. Like, uh, to the point of, like, full panic attack. To the point that, like, I've had it happen before where I've run into someone in a grocery store and then walking home, I cry. Yeah. Because it's so bad for me. And it, in that person's mind, like, they probably don't even remember what I said. Like, it was a 30-second passing conversation. Yeah. But I will break down that 30 seconds in my mind a million years, yeah, yeah, literally a million times about how they probably thought I was rude, how they probably thought that I didn't, like, ask enough. Did I cut the conversation too short a big one for me is because i talk a lot because i get panicked did and i, I get anxious over? did i talk over them did i talk too long they probably think i'm annoying like they probably wanted to leave the conversation earlier than i allowed them to yeah like it, it's just a fucking nightmare honestly so i realized like not seeing anyone besides close friends and family during the pandemic 
I wasn't experiencing that anymore. Yeah. Because when I go to like a bar or a club, there's a lot of like old friends, friends of friends that you run into. And for a lot of people, it's just a quick one to two minute, nice to say hello, catch up, and then they go on with their night. I will think about that the rest of the night. Yeah. The next Your day. Your brain's like, well, we got, we got the script for the next 10 years. Oh, literally. <laughs> like, fuck my life. Like, I will get so fucking anxious with it. And the masks have been so helpful for me because I will literally be like, I feel like I'm in like a cocoon. And at the grocery store, even if I like see someone out of the corner of my eye that I kind of know, I somehow feel like kind of like hidden, like I have some fucking like invisibility cloak and I can be like, I'll just pretend I didn't see them and I'll just like leave without saying hello. Yeah. Not because it's actually a shame because not because I wouldn't want to say hello to that person. I just know that the repercussions, if it goes even slightly awry in my mind, is stress for the next fucking week. Yeah. And so it's not worth it. And I know when we were at Pride, yeah, we, I was gonna say. we, Sean saw firsthand my spiraling because a really awesome, cool thing about being on the internet is I get to meet a lot of really cool people and I get yeah. to interact with a lot of cool people and people that follow me, obviously, because I share a lot about my life, they know a lot about me personally. Like if you listen to this podcast, like you know, you know more sucks. than you know that you're fucking annoying. Yeah. No, you know a lot of, more about me, honestly, than a lot of even my friends do. Oh, for like, sure. Because yeah. I don't like we've talked about this podcast before. I don't sit for 130 plus hours and talk about every layer and how I feel on different topics and my experiences of being queer with every friend that I have. A lot of friends are more just like surface level friends, and I think that's totally okay. I think it's important to have friends of different layers in your life, but. People that follow me on the internet know really intimate details about me. And yeah. also, I think with that, probably craft, or this might be my anxiety talking, but craft certain expectations about me or how I might be when they interact with me. Yeah. Um, and again, that's probably my anxiety talking. I'm not saying that people truthfully have like high expectations and I don't meet them, but that's like the first thing that goes to my mind. I'm like, these people clearly enjoy my content. Maybe they enjoy certain parts of me. So when I run into people at Pride events or out or on the street at gay cups, whatever, and they're like, hey, how's it going? Like, I follow you on XYZ or I like your podcast or I watch your YouTube channel. The first thing that goes in my mind is like, oh, my God, like, am I going to be able to deliver what this person might think of me? Yeah. And it like, re like it's, a, again, a shame because I'm really excited to say hello to this person. And that's where the anxiety comes from. It's like, I want this to go well. Because, like, and it's funny, because the irony of it is, a lot of times people will be like, oh my gosh, I so, was so nervous to come up and say hi. And I'm like, and like uh -huh. if you had any idea how fucking nervous I am. You're like, that's funny and weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, they think that they're nervous that I'm, like, some cool cucumber that's like, oh yeah, hey, what's up? It's like, no, I'm fucking anxiety ridden yeah. I'm like oh my god do they think I'm a loser do they think I'm annoying did I talk to them enough did I not talk to them like the good thing just, is like uh, I think people know how much of a like psycho loser you are because yeah yeah that yeah, yeah that's true it's not like your content makes you seem it's, cool yeah or that's like, true <laughs> or, or like actually no actually though <laughs> it's not like your content makes you seem like 
I'm not crafting myself to relaxed, be no, well spoken. <laughs> like none of those things are introduced. That's actually true. That's you know? actually true. That's actually You're always true. like no makeup selfie. Like they yeah, know what you fucking look true. like. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, that actually might next time I'm gonna try and remember that in my mind. Because it is true, because there's like, yeah, there's parts of it this personality, there's parts of it's physical, but it's like it's not like I'm someone who's like highly editing photos no. or like crafting my life to be like some perfect, like cool person. No. I'm chaotic online. So yeah. like the expect yeah okay that makes me actually feel better but yeah so anyways (laughs) like the first night of pride you have to understand this was like the first event and we hadn't been out in so fucking long that it was so much at once that i had a great time but i also like there was a moment there like there was like maybe an half an hour to an hour worth of time that I actually had to like step aside and like breathe Yeah. because I, and I think I said to you, I know I said to Dana, I was like, I am like not okay right now. Like I'm having like, I'm going to have an anxiety attack if I don't like just take a minute right now. And I, it was a lot of things. I mean, it's the first time I'm being in a big crowd in a long time. It's the first time seeing friends in, that I haven't seen in years. Um, it's pride. So there's all these like emotions about that and you know there's the music going and there's the lights and there's the everything and then it's like i think like and again this is gonna sound fucking annoying like i i didn't want to talk about this because i don't want to sound like oh people are recognizing me but i think it's important for the topic yeah um i think like 20 different people throughout the night came up and said like whatever i follow you whatever can you get a picture whatever i like your podcast whatever blah blah and i was like this is so fucking awesome and cool because the extroverted part of me is like, oh my God, I get to connect with people in real life. This is awesome. It's hardly ever that this gets taken off of the screen and becomes real life. It's one of my favorite things that happens. And that's why I always say on my social media platforms, like never feel weird coming up to me. Like I literally think it's so fucking cool that what I do allows me to meet all these different people from different walks of life. Genuinely, any emotion I have about it has nothing to do with people coming up to me or me thinking anything about them. It's genuinely like me being so concerned that I'm coming off like a weirdo, like a weirdo yeah. or that I, you know, didn't talk enough. Like I remember that night in particular, the thing that really set me off is this one person came up to me and was talking to me. And then as I was talking to them, a friend that didn't know I was talking to this person for the first time, was like, was like, hey, Brie, nice to talk to you. So then I was, like, talking to them, and the person was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just let you go, and, like, walked away. Right. And in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, do they think I didn't want to talk to them anymore? And I, t- I thought about that for, like, an hour. Yeah. I almost had an anxiety attack over it. So it's, it's, it can be a lot, these, like, small interactions, right? And I, I'm not saying this to make it, like, a, like, oh, poor me, or, like, oh, I don't want people to say hi. It, it couldn't be more opposite from the truth. I think I'm saying it in a way that, like, we're all human beings. So if in these moments, if anyone ever feels like they're being weird saying hello, it's like, I think it's easy to see people online and think that they're, like, in some different thresholds than you. It's like, we're all human, and we're all, like, to some degree thinking the same way about ourselves. Literally. Like, it's so... And that's something that actually my therapist has told me before, and it's helped me with anxiety, is that while you're thinking these moments, like, did I sound cool? Did I talk too much? Whatever. They're thinking their own moments. Like we are all as human beings, like so egocentric that 
our lives are centered around ourselves. Like, we're the main character of our own lives, right? I don't know if I am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's something else to talk about. That I think we forget that while we're stressing so much about ourselves, we are forgetting that other people are stressing about themselves, too. Yeah, like, we can just shit ourselves together. Yeah, we can just all be like, yeah, we're all concerned with how we're coming off but like are you panicking i'm panicking yeah my god we're both in this together a good example of that like a tangible one this might be helpful for listeners that might be listening to this episode because they also suffer from anxiety and are looking for you know tips and tricks i've picked up along the way is a tangible example of that which helped me is you always like you don't remember what so-and-so wore three weeks ago when you saw them yeah right like if I think back to that pride, like, besides, like, maybe I, like, really like someone's shoes or, like, a certain jacket stood out to me. Yeah. I couldn't be like, this is what Dana Or what wearing. about my handmade this pants, is what... <laughs> Did you... Okay, oh, I did, did like I'm those. sorry, those did we forget up. about something those that I was wearing? Up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, I would be like, oh, this is what Corey wore that day. This is what Dana wore that day. This is yeah. whatever. But as human beings, we're also concerned, oh, we can't wear that again because everyone's already seen me in that outfit. Right. Well, 90% of the people... Unless it particularly pointed something out about your outfit or really liked something or whatever, don't fucking remember yeah. what jeans you wore Very three true. weeks ago. In the same way that they don't remember things about your interaction that you think are so stand out, really, in their mind, they have no fucking idea what you said. Yeah. So when you think about it that way, it's a little less stress inducing. But I also can empathize because it's easy to say, but I will also panic about. Yeah, that's my favorite thing is there are things that work for my anxiety yeah like meditating guided mm-hmm. meditation specifically like yeah. i'm not out there like fucking just like like doing yoga poses in the sun <laughs> and like at like five in the morning yeah no, i needed i need to be like guided through it mm-hmm. um things like that have been like really helpful for me yeah exercise running has been very good for anxiety mm-hmm. literally if somebody is listening and they are prone to like especially like a panic attack or like anything that comes on like suddenly yeah. I would highly recommend guided meditation right. I think it's like very good at taking me out of situations yes. and then bringing you back in mm-hmm. in like a pace you can process yeah which was very big for me totally um uh but yeah I, I'm great at being like these things work yeah and I talk with my therapist and I'm like you're so right Mm-hmm. I should think about five things I can smell, three things yeah. I can touch, one thing I can taste, whatever the whole yeah. fucking thing they always do is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but in the moment, bitch, oh. couldn't couldn't think of anything. I can't taste I a thing. I am screaming. <laughs> Not a taste bud. Yeah. Don't even have eyes. <laughs> like, in the moment, especially if there's, an, uh, if there's another person, mm-hmm. I, like, can't start the things that bring my anxiety down me neither i like need to be alone me too yeah that's why like literally i'm like i'm that weirdo that literally i was like i'm gonna go sit at the end of this picnic table in a corner of this party and i need no one to talk to yeah. me for 20 minutes because because the problem is when i get anxious like that i spiral so then if someone's talking to me i'm still like Masking, Like, I'm still, like, trying to be okay, and yeah. I can't really concentrate on trying to figure my shit out. Yeah. And then I used to, especially when I was younger and I didn't have, like, a, a great picture of anxiety, mm-hmm. I, especially when I was out, if I was getting really anxious when yeah. I was out, I would drink a lot. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then I would get anxiety about if I was being weird while drunk. Yeah. And the only reason I got drunk is because I was just regular person yeah. anxiety. And now I was like drunk anxiety. So that was really fun. It's a fun so spiral, if you for sure. um, are 
having anxiety out, don't try to drown it with alcohol because it'll just turn into something else. <laughs> yeah, and it'll just be worse than yeah. I'd say, that's for sure. Well, I'm sure these people really found this helpful. Everybody's panicking right now. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've triggered you all and given you no reasonable advice. Literally. Um, no, I think it's always good to know people are going through what you're going through. Yeah. that's. I think the goal of this episode was that because it's helpful for me to know that I'm not alone in it. Because it can feel very, like, lonely. Like, oh, my God, I'm literally crazy. Something's wrong with me. Yeah. All these things. And it's, like, it's just the human experience. And I think also, as you get older and you're more self-aware, it gets worse. Which I hate to say that. But, it like, I remember when I was younger, there was a certain veil of carelessness. And as I've gotten older, I feel it more. Like, I feel it for longer terms. Oh, mine's the opposite. Oh, really? Yeah. No, maybe because you're on medication. Maybe you're on meds. <laughs> I got on those meds, honey. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, I'm going to be calling my therapist. Um, and uh, we appreciate you all. Thank you to the patrons. Again, you can find us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcasts. Click the link in the bio for merch and the Patreon. And you can also find us personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson on both Instagram and TikTok. And, um... Anything else you want to say? Uh, the send-off would be good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. Unless Brie ghosts me and changes her address and shaves her head and gets very drastic plastic surgery. And when I see you around the neighborhood, I will be having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, no, the neighborhood's full of like, gas, for sure. <laughs>